1: So okay, welcome to the first ever episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast. With our first ever guest, we've got uh, Dr. Sarah Brooks with us. We we had to up the ante and start fighting with somebody who is who has a piece of paper to prove that they're significantly smarter than we are. So <laughs> so I and I've been saving so many questions for this exact episode because I've been so excited about finally having a guest. So I'm excited. Maddie knows about. You've seen most of these, Maddie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are a surprise to you, so it should be fun. I have to I have them all in the little Google Doc on my phone. So like I gotta pull those up. Alright, here we go. First one. If this no, I do not want to rate docs right now. I want to use it. <laughs> um are least... coconuts technically mammals.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> um has hair, produces milk. Okay, so what
3: is the criteria <laughs> on which you are basing this?
2: Discuss. No. <laughs> I mean, aren't whales mammals, and they uh-huh. don't have hair? And I don't whales I don't know about do have hair in their mouths. Like, is that no? Hair? That,
1: no, that's baleen. But whales have oh. a very fine. <laughs> You can clearly see who has the PhD and who doesn't. (laughs) Not to bully you, Maddie. Love you.
2: I don't know. I thought it was some sort of, like, hay in there. No, (laughs) but I don't, I don't,
1: I don't know perfectly either. I am not a whale expert. I am just a person who likes whales a lot. They have some, I think they have some kind of, like, really fine hair just, like, on their bodies, so they, so they do count as a mammal. I know that for a fact. They definitely count as a mammal. If we really want to get into
2: why, I can Google it. I thought the criteria for being a mammal was, like, their blood, like, like warm-blooded. I uh, no. Isn't Are that
3: they,
1: part of it? I don't know. Hold on.
2: Now, it, So we'll <laughs> so Google it
1: anyway. What <laughs> defines a mid- Aren't teams. you supposed to learn this in, like, third
2: grade or something? <laughs> what, I definitely why learned do you have it. have to Google this now? I've <laughs> definitely, I've learned it probably on a- like for and forgot it five different times
1: okay mammal characteristics what do we got mammals have hair or fur, are warm-blooded most are born alive so things like um platypus uh and then produce milk so so no, a coconut's not a mammal. Damn it. Well
3: that
1: was easy. <laughs> it was easy, but I was really I was really hoping that one would spark some controversy, but I was yeah, proving it wrong. But it's it's almost a mammal, kind of. Yeah, kind of. It's one again so I guess since you can prove it wrong so quickly, it's like one of those Twitter hot takes that you just drop in your feed to watch everyone like lose their minds. By, like, coming to that realization, and then you get to, like, scroll through it later and be entertained by everyone freaking out.
3: <laughs> coconuts do migrate. I don't know how, that's, uh, how that fits
1: okay, into Okay, no, it. but, like, actually. <laughs> like, some species of coconut have literally just, like, floated across the ocean to islands and taken root. Well,
3: wow. I, mean, I was trying to make a Monty Python no, reference. No, I know.
1: <laughs> I remember seeing a post with that, and then the first comment was,
3: Are you suggesting coconuts
1: migrate? <laughs> And in this case, yes, they do. <laughs> Apparently, and I will see if I can uncover that post and link it in the description for anyone who wants to who wants proof and wants to know that I'm not just making this up. All right. Well, we got through the first one pretty fast, so, but it's okay. I've been saving most of our best questions. Um, how many holes are in a straw?
3: One
2: i'd also say one i think it's two why
1: it's one at either end but they're have, connected
2: but then, ha- what then if- how do you know
1: it's not infinite holes on top of each other
3: it I think can't be infinite it's finite clearly it's an infinite
1: number of flat plain holes stacked on top of each other that's what forms a straw
2: but what if like you can see through it i look i say it's two two. It's two. <laughs> Depending on the angle. There
1: are two holes in a straw. Thank you for coming to my TED talk.
3: But I feel like that goes against the argument you just made about the infinite holes. Would your answer be infinite holes? My answer
1: is two holes. I have seen someone try to make the argument that a straw... or that it's like only in the like, plane of length or something, or like only in the completely flat, like no height whatsoever... That it's tech could technically be infinite holes stacked on top of each other. I have seen that argument made, and that's another thing I will have to link in the description. And I really need to start writing down what I'm going to link in the description, because it always winds up being so many more things than I initially intend. But no. Like- my answer is there are two holes in a straw.
2: <laughs> I feel like our descriptions get like, alright, here's where we got everything from. Yeah, literally. Every time we have an episode, it's like, there's more. I uh, I I'd say one whole two mm-hmm. two okay what if well. like don't they make like straws that like I don't know let's say you're sharing a a milkshake like do they make straws that have like two stouts? is that a thing or is that just two separate straws I feel
1: like it's usually two separate straws but if you were do- to a- do that then there would be three I
3: think I would
1: say two mm. no yeah, I, I no like... you could not say <laughs> yes! two because there's one. Oh, i very much could once so if it's like a straw that's a y there's one on one end of the y there's
3: one on the oh, other side of the y and there's one on the bottom there's three holes in a straw like no, that. I no mean, they... there's being like this would be one and then that one that branches off is another no uh-huh nope no 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 yep i very I firmly believe this for no reason and it's of no consequence but i very firmly believe it <laughs> As of <laughs> approximately ten seconds ago. Good to
2: have good to see conviction. I'm with you on that. I think it would also be two. Um because it wouldn't be three. It's connected. Okay. Well, have fun being wrong
1: together. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess I guess we can just oh, I've been excited for this one. I've been saving this has been The entire reason I wanted to invite you is so we could do an episode with this question specifically. Is Adam Driver hot? Yes. Hesitation.
2: (laughs) The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Maddie? All right. Well, there are things I can appreciate. Um, And this is just, like, for me. Like, everyone has their own taste. I think he is attractive in the sense of, like, unique... And I feel like unique is uh, also not a nice term because when someone says like, "Oh, they're so unique," like that usually doesn't mean a good thing. But there are qualities I appreciate. But overall, I wouldn't use that word to describe him. Okay.
3: <laughs> I think it depends on what you find hot,
2: right? Because like the word
3: I was thinking about, he was like distinctive. He has yeah. a distinctive look. You know. Mm-hmm. And some people really like that. And if you do, then yeah, he would be considered hot. He's also a good actor. Um, Okay, that's kind of my thing.
1: One of the reasons that I... There was... I saw something somewhere. It was like, to be hot... Adam Driver's proof that to be hot, you have to be a little bit ugly. And nothing has ever spoken to me more. Because you know... You know he's not coasting through life on his looks. You know he actually has to have, like, a personality. Not saying that like someone like Chris Hemsworth doesn't. He seems like a lovely dude, but like that man could get through life on looks alone.
2: I think he definitely like like Adam Driver does not have like commercial beauty is what we yeah. see and like the the American standard of like what mm-hmm. is beautiful perhaps. Um I do agree that he's a good actor and I think that's also why some people, especially when watching different roles he's taking on, they find him attractive, like, because they relate with him. I feel like that also plays into it. I
3: will I think allow his it. height, too, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't he, like, super tall? Oh, he's mad tall. Yeah. He's, like, ridiculously tall. <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of it, too, the reason people like him.
1: Which I'm very much not mad at. But also, um, if you like him for Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren alone, please seek therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm concerned.
3: I don't know. Arguably, his portrayal of Kylo Ren was kind of hot.
1: Okay, I'll hear the arguments <laughs> for this. I'll hear the. Ar- I'm saying like, if you find Kylo Ren period not even Adam Driver that attractive, please please seek help.
3: No, I find that like that sort of internal struggle of morality. You okay. Know, he's kind of that vulnerability and. Okay, and this is also
1: speaking as a person who hasn't seen the last Star Wars one out of laziness and two, because if I don't watch it, then it's then Star Wars technically isn't over.
2: <laughs> it's, it's you can't denial. end it if you don't
1: watch them all. Yeah, but interesting argument. I like it. I can see it. I feel like a lot of people like Kylo Ren specifically just because, I don't know, there's kind of a gross thing to it, almost. Like, not... Liking it for, like, oh, it's a complex character, but liking it because he's, like, a greasy emo sad boy. (laughs) That's that's a way I've heard it described. Greasy emo sad boy. So, I don't know. I was thinking this one would, um, would cause more controversy, just based on your reactions when I've mentioned Adam Driver before.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, like, if I'm talking me personally, no, I think he is a weird-looking dude, and it's <laughs> not my thing. Fair enough. So there's okay, the
1: controversy for well, you. I've been <laughs> frequently bullied for liking what people call lizard men, which is basically weird-looking weird <laughs> white guys. So, can't say like this reptiles? is new for
3: me. What was that? <laughs> so said, is that why you like reptiles?
1: God, I hope those two things aren't connected. Oh my god. (laughs) Because it'd be real weird if they are.
2: Bridget has a type.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, we didn't already know that.
3: Lizard band snakes.
1: Not a terrible combination. Okay, so this one I'm gonna have to edit to show on the screen somewhere because it's a picture of a tweet. And the question in the tweet is what we're... What we will now be arguing about, if I can get this link to open, because the Drive app is not cooperating.
2: asking you to rate Twitter this time? No.
1: Okay. This is a tweet from Cancela Lansbury.
2: Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic
1: name. Um, here it is. Your fiancé gets kidnapped in a foreign country. You stay out till 2 a.m. searching with authorities, but eventually you have to call it and return to your hotel. Do you still do your skincare routine, yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) What
2: do we think? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, at some point I gotta take care of me too. (laughs) I can see reasons for doing it and reasons for not doing it. Yeah i feel like it could be a distraction like all right like let me put five minutes or 30 minutes aside however long your skincare routine takes like let me let me just take care of this and then i can focus on the other person yeah on the problem
1: that was my thing i was like i could see how like doing something out of your normal routine would be like a thing you can control so you would do it but also
3: what (laughs) why would you do that I feel like, um, it's not even just about the normalcy or anything like that. It's like, what else do you do? Yeah. Okay. You know, I didn't even think about that. You just like, what are you going to do? Just sit there and stare at the door and hope they walk through the door. Why you gotta do something to fill the time? And I
2: don't, unless you're like actively looking or actively doing something to help find this person, you know at some point you are going to go about your business yeah I could see I could see a reason for not doing your skincare routine though If like you're so distraught over this like maybe you can't function and yeah you really can't do anything for yourself that you normally would
1: yeah I don't know I can kind of see I can see it going both ways but now I'm kind of interested um what else would you do if you're not doing your skincare routine <laughs> and you just go home at 2am after after searching and like you had to call it what else do you do? I, I would assume you're not probably not going to be able to sleep. Yeah. So what else happens?
2: I don't know. I feel like this is a situational type case. Like, yeah. depends on the person. Yeah. I'm just Depends cute. on the, would... the person who's missing. <laughs> I, I would also it. argue that
3: maybe you want to do the skincare routine or anything normal because you're trying to convince yourself that it's not that bad. Like, oh, mm. they're, just, they're fine, they're going to come to the door, it's like not a big deal, I'll just go about my normal... Okay, that's an know. angle I hadn't considered. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. convincing yourself, because I could see myself doing
2: that, like, no, no, it's fine, just be normal, we'll do mm-hmm.
3: Everything's great.
2: Yeah. Me
1: functioning on a day-to-day basis.
2: <laughs> this is fine. <laughs>
1: dog Lanes. Cu- yeah, dog with a cup of coffee. I <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has more accurately captured the state of the world than that dog like ever mm-hmm. alright unless we have any more things to say about things you could possibly do after um, calling off the search for your fiance in a foreign country we can move on to our next topic
3: I would probably just spend my evening calling people and waking them up to emote at them
1: yeah okay that sounds appropriate I feel like um, drinking also might be a move drinking? Okay, I don't know. Maybe that's just me.
3: Mm-hmm. Been watching the Great British Baking Show.
2: Okay, that that <laughs> I cannot see happening. I feel like I might turn to crime shows to see if, like, all right, mm-hmm. like, let's see if I could figure this out on my own. Like, okay, what what am I missing? <laughs> you
1: yeah, know, I don't think I could do Bake Off because I'd be like, I'd be too, I'd have too much adrenaline to sit down and and, and listen to paul hollywood
3: okay then go online and read crime statistics see what the likelihood of
1: yeah just freak myself out out more yeah (laughs) although i do that about everything on a day-to-day basis just like freak myself out more so i can't say that would be a particularly like exceptional circumstance for me but i don't know i don't know yeah there's a fun thing everyone can comment what do you do (laughs) in this hypothetical do you do your skincare routine and if you don't what are you doing? <laughs> okay. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Although I can't say I, I have agree. a particularly, like, intense skincare routine. It's,
2: it's, it's pretty minimal. I don't mess with it a lot. Yeah. Mine's pretty basic as well. I, I'd still do my skincare routine. You know, all the basics. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
1: All right. Okay, here's what I came up with that I'm actually kind of proud of. Here's here's what we got. Theoretically, do you think you would do you think it would be possible for somebody to like learn a trade in reverse? And here's what I mean. So like the average person, like you can fix, like, you know, you can Google like maybe how to fix something in your car yourself, and you don't have to understand. Like, exactly how every single part of the car works in order to do that. So my... So what I was thinking was, okay, what if you first teach someone, like, okay, like, you know, here are some basic problems, like, with a car that can happen. Here's how you fix them. You don't need to understand exactly why these things happen yet. You just need to know that this is what you do to fix them. And then you go backwards from there, like, this is why this thing breaks down sometimes. And so on and so forth. Until they understand absolutely everything, having started with, like something that like you know rather than like learning every part of the car first just learning this is a problem you're going to see this is how you fix it don't ask why but then going backwards mhm so like reverse
2: engineering
1: yeah everything. like reverse engineering like learning some sort of like craft or trade
2: I feel like that's how people may become interested in something like people who like to work on cars maybe it started because they had an issue with their car and they're the type that want to figure it out and then yeah or and then they wanted to like you know keep messing with things and see how can i improve this and they just like teach themselves i could see that being plausible yeah i don't know i feel like not with everything probably probably
1: not like you know physics or whatever like you can't you probably, you need to understand some things there before you move on to other things. But I feel like with a lot of practical real world, app, uh, real world applications, it's possible to work backwards. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like something that people do kind of frequently, I would think, right? If I'm understanding it correctly, because I feel like I've done that myself a bunch of times where it's like, Even with cars specifically, I've tried to fix random things on cars and I have no idea how cars work. Yeah. But (laughs) like, I don't know, I'll Google something, watch a YouTube video and I will figure this out. It's like you slowly start to piece together an understanding. Yeah, because there's so many things you can,
1: like there's a lot of things you can like fix or do or like, you know, even like build something without having to have like any kind of advanced knowledge of whatever, be it like mechanics or like carpentry or something. Mm So, I don't know. I just thought that was something interesting. It's like, what if you just worked backwards until you understood everything about it? I feel like that in some circumstances would be possible.
2: Yeah, I feel like that definitely applies to, like, fixing things. Like, stuff around the house or, I don't know, even, like, plumbing or something. Just because if you have an issue, you can Google or ask someone, how do I fix this? And then therefore, you're teaching yourself. And if you take an interest in it, or you know, other things go wrong in your house. um, And you eventually fix those two, you build up this knowledge of knowing how to fix things. And therefore, you could understand how they then work together. Okay, yeah. As
1: a solid analysis. (laughs) We got any other comments on this before we jump to the next question which is the last one that I have slated but after that we can just go through some of the like random unassigned questions or come up with stuff off the top of our heads we'll see what happens we like to we like to improvise here (laughs) quite a bit seeing how often we have to like stop the conversation and track
2: exactly how we got there I think that (laughs) happens maybe once per episode yeah how'd we get here um yeah i'd say like before we move on if you move into a house for example that needs a lot of work and you want to take it upon yourself to do it all yourself then you might come out learning a new trade if yeah maybe perhaps (laughs) if you if you have to
1: google enough things (laughs) okay next one um, What does next week mean? The coming week or the one after? Because I hear people use it both ways and it confuses mm-hmm. me greatly. Because when someone says next week, I assume that it's the one that is coming at us.
3: Didn't we just argue about this a few days ago?
2: <laughs> yeah, it inspired <laughs> me. <laughs> well, I, I feel like You got to take into account the word this, like, this week. Yeah. Because I would say then, like, the week we are experiencing right now, that's this week. And then next week would be the next coming week. But what are you saying? No, here's the thing. I agree
1: with you, but this happened to me. I got an email. It was like, because I had applied for a job. And they were like, okay, next week... This was on, like, a Thursday. And the email said, next week, we're gonna send you this other email, and, like, you respond to it to, like, you know, confirm that you're gonna show up. hmm And it was supposed to be on a Monday that the email was gonna be in my inbox. I opened my inbox that Monday, and there was nothing. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, it's morning, I'll wait, whatever. It was the week after, the next Monday, that I got the email in my inbox. I was like, so why did you say... Next week. You sent this on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. The weekend happened, and then it was next week. I feel like... It bothered me so mm -hmm.
2: much. Maybe... Because I feel like it can become confusing when people use, like, next on a weekend. Yeah, okay. That I get. mm -hmm. Like, do you mean next as in the week starts on, like, I don't know, Sunday, Monday, whatever you want to call it. That being next? Or have we jumped into this yet?
1: Yeah. I feel like it depends on where, like, some people, like, even, like, different calendars, or, like, if you buy a planner, sometimes it starts on Sunday, sometimes it starts on Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good one. Where do we, ladies, where do we think uh, the week actually begins? Sunday or Monday?
3: <laughs> Sunday. I'd
2: say Monday. Sunday. Otherwise. No, it's Sunday. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's when it starts. No. <laughs> Just because work and school start on Monday doesn't mean that's on the weekend. When you or buy the week starts. a
1: planner, most of the time, it says Sunday. No, it does not.
2: Yeah, what planners are? You?
3: Mine. Hold on. You can't use anecdotal evidence.
2: <laughs> I mean, I could find a planner if you want to, i yeah. will start on mm-hmm. Sunday. <laughs>
3: I got a, camp, a calendar right here, starts on Sunday.
2: <laughs> Monday!
3: Unconvincing. <laughs> but that's like when everything starts!
1: Like, everyone can. Cons- how does everyone not it's, consider the start to be Monday? It's when
3: the weekdays the start. <laughs> yeah sort of the work week or the school week. Mm -hmm. That's not sort of the week week. Well, that's dumb. (laughs) That's just how it works. I didn't make up the calendar. I I do not agree. Nor do I like it. What I find more confusing than saying next week is when somebody just says, like, you know, Thursday, like, we'll do this thing Thursday, and it's a Tuesday or something, and you don't know if you're like, like, which one? Because it feels like the one two days later is, like, too soon. Right. But then you would think they would say next Thursday. Yeah. But then that would mean, like, a yeah days and not two days later. That's yeah, when it that's gets That's what, like, confusing.
1: I always try to be, like, super specific, like, when I'm telling people about things. But I don't always, I, that doesn't always happen, happen back. So I, like, wind up confused. I'm like, oh, no. And then I forget to ask because I'll, like, you know, get caught up in, like, the details of, like, whatever. Like, okay, yeah, like, what time? All that stuff. And then I'll leave and be like... <laughs> What day?
2: <laughs> I hate when people don't use tomorrow and instead they use, like, like, all right, I'll see you Wednesday. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Wait, that's tomorrow. Yeah, and then do you mean Wednesday. tomorrow? <laughs> but, yeah.
1: but do you mean tomorrow or do you mean next Wednesday?
3: It's so confusing.
2: Because you feel – because it's one of those things where
1: it's, like, yeah, telling you I'll see you on Wednesday when it's, like, when it is Tuesday. It's like, yeah, okay, that's correct. But I feel like if you were – if you meant – tomorrow you just say tomorrow tomorrow yeah
3: because otherwise it makes you question it yeah god why is the english language so confusing like well what is it that makes you question are you questioning that you know what day it is currently and you think you have the wrong day no or do you i feel the like the schedule yeah you know
2: i'm questioning like maybe the schedule they, i feel like when that happens i feel like i question oh do they not know what day it is like yeah. You know, that's tomorrow, right? Okay, yeah,
1: no, that, oh, I didn't even think about that. No, usually for me, I'm like, do they mean tomorrow, or do they mean
2: a week the from one tomorrow? one after.
1: So, yeah. I don't know. But I didn't even think about that. People, like, maybe the other person doesn't know what day it is.
3: I mean, but I, I feel like that's happened, where somebody has said, like, I'll see you next Thursday, and Thursday's two days away, but they mean the one nine days away. Yeah. Because there's an assumption that the one two days away is too soon.
1: Yeah like that's that's why i appreciate the like the next i'll be like yeah (laughs) like i get that
3: no but you don't have people who say like next thursday when they mean the one that's nine days away Mm Hmm. yeah because it's not technically the next one it's
2: Thursday of next yeah. week, but
1: the next Thursday is two years Oh, I have encountered a lot of people who would be I, like, oh, this coming Thursday. Like, that's why I like that that <laughs> distinction. This coming Thursday versus next Thursday.
2: No, but I know what you're talking about. Like, some people will say... Yeah, I've had that experience. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, that's confusing.
1: The world is a confusing place.
2: <laughs> say the John date Thursday. next to it, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that's that's my thing. <laughs> it I, the I appreciate, like... Yeah. That's like that's the most helpful, I think. Either that or like again just very specific like we're doing this
2: tomorrow. I know. I need I need the day, the date, the time. Well, cuz I always convince it. myself that
1: I'm remembering something wrong mm-hmm. or that I wrote it down wrong and I'm like, "Oh god." Like what if I what if I show up late or like what if they've just been like waiting for me this whole time?
2: I don't know if this is happening with you two, but um And this has definitely happened ever so much more during, like, quarantine, but not knowing which days it are, it is, even though I've returned to work and, you know, I have a sense of, all right, I go into work this day and some sort of schedule to my life, I've gone the last three Thursdays thinking they're Fridays to the point where I say, oh, yay, it's Friday. And then someone (laughs) corrects you. No, it's not. It's Thursday. (laughs) I think it might be worse for me because I'm still very
1: much trying to find a job mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't know i doubt dev- that still happens to me possibly more than for you guys
3: so i'm thinking about the thing you said like where you don't necessarily trust they know what day it is i feel like that even happens two days out like if you see someone thursday and they say i'll see you saturday i'm like the day after tomorrow right yeah <laughs> i always do that and i don't know why it's like i don't trust them to understand how time works <laughs> and I want to be sure that they know it's the day after the next one. And that we agree on that. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. uh, just to confirm. In other words, you mm-hmm. mean <laughs> Yep. The
3: queen the queen of follow up emails. You're looking I at it. I think her. that's my limit though. I tried to think. I was like, two days out? No, I wouldn't do that. You know, Like, you know, two days after the next day, but
2: Yeah. One day. okay
1: time isn't real the uh correct Mm -hmm. time is an illusion it's a social construct Mm -hmm. we made everything up all right so that's it for assigned questions does anyone have anything off the top of their head before i dive into our list of random questions i've just have and haven't assigned to a specific episode yet i'm
2: thinking of calendar questions
1: (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, I, every now and again, I'm like, I'll try to see if the, something along the same topic kind of comes to mind before I move on.
2: Uh,
3: I was gonna say, if I knew I had the opportunity to pose questions, I would have put some thought into it. Oh. Oops. I would have
1: tried. I'm not good on the spot,
3: though.
1: Ah, uh, too bad. Okay, well, if you come up with anything, as we're talking. Alright, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um... Hmm. should mac and cheese be eaten with a fork or a spoon <laughs> I'm
3: taking it very seriously I like that Just the I... other day I ate mine with a fork and you ate yours with a spoon
2: oh my god wait I didn't even notice that <gasps> wow so I guess we have our answer
1: <laughs> no I think it depends on the type of mac and cheese though it does very dependent
3: how much sauce is involved?
1: I am also surprised that you chose a fork for that for the kind of mac and cheese that we had. What? It's Was not it like soupy? overly
3: cheesy. I don't know. It doesn't feel right. I feel like you only need a spoon when it, there's like a lot of cheese sauce. And you want to make sure you get that. But maybe because the shells are less stabbable. Yeah, I have a
1: I. I don't find shells particularly... Because like, when you try and stab them, they, like, suction cup to the bowl. Yeah,
3: that's funny.
1: Or, I don't know. That's a, that's a common
2: problem I've encountered. <laughs> I agree. It definitely depends on both the noodle and the cheese. I feel like especially the noodle, though. Because not all of them are conducive to spoonware. wear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what if you have the... Okay, I don't know the names of the noodles. The, the spinny ones. The, oh, the, the ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine trying to grab those guys with a spoon. You're gonna get one. Like, yeah, no, get that's know.
1: That's not gonna work out. And also, like, as much as I don't, like, like, craft mac and cheese all that much, I find it very disappointing. Like, that type of, like, hollow, like, tube noodle. noodle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There you go. Very satisfying to eat with a fork because you can put one noodle on each of the little
3: tines. I would also say that it depends on the mac and cheese vessel. Because what I'm thinking okay. is like with a spoon, if you're eating it with a spoon and your mac and cheese is on a plate Yeah, that's weird. It's mm, gonna like be that. really hard to like chase it around and go off the edges but at least a fork you can like stab it and get underneath it better, I feel like.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I hadn't even thought about that.
3: Because, wow. I mean, that's that's often how I eat my mac and cheese, because I'll have it with something, like chicken nuggets, right? Because so I put them on the same plate.
1: <laughs> this is a call out of us two nights ago. I didn't say the dinosaur-shaped
3: ones. Ah, that <laughs> was, was my implied. next
1: question. <laughs> oh, I have no shame in the fact that I regularly...
2: yeah, we've eaten dino chicken nuggets together. <laughs> I forgot about that. We did. That was a fun
1: yeah. night. <laughs>
3: So but yeah, This is what like...
1: happens when you're In your 20s and also In your 30s it, d- it doesn't change, it's still dino nugs and mac and cheese Just, you know, sometimes with a white claw Instead of <laughs> a juice box Yeah,
3: We did one Ooh, class.
1: We did <laughs> Classed it up just a teeny tiny bit
3: And actually the Riesling really complimented the dino nugs well Okay, no, literally about that. Yeah. I don't know
1: if this is a vine or a tiktok But I will find it and I will link it There's this woman who's, like, reading the back of the wine bottle, and she's like, oh, it says barefoot pinot grigio pairs great with poultry. So I can have this with my dinosaur chicken nuggets. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, it's us. This is a call out directly about us. But yeah, I think this question is interesting,
3: though, because I imagine, like, every time somebody goes to eat mac and cheese, they sort of do these subconscious mental calculations of what the appropriate vessel and utensil are based on the mac and cheese sauce and noodle shape.
1: Yeah, because like well, we when we have like a, like a cookout at my house like in the summer and my mom makes mac and cheese, it's also like it's like good mac and cheese to eat with a fork because the cheese sauce is very like, it really sticks to the noodle because it's all homemade but we're always putting on like paper plates with like watermelon and burgers and stuff like that so I always eat it with a fork but then when I make like Annie's and I put it in a bowl or if, you know back when I was, um living either in a dorm or in my college house and really lazy a uh, very giant mug i would always eat it with a spoon but i never noticed that i was like making that pairing that's so weird
2: wow there are so many factors that go into these tough decisions right oh
1: all right what else we got We're just blowing through questions tonight.
2: I feel like this would have been a good time to bring back the spork debate. Would that be helpful for eating? Oh yeah, mac and cheese. The last episode, we got we
1: got not like heated, but we got very into like researching like different types of sporks and like which ones are more spoon and which ones are more fork, and we also found some really weird ones. And also this thing called a splayed which is a like spoon knife fork which i always thought was called a spy fork Hmm. i was wrong apparently there's a whole venn diagram illustrating why that is not the case (laughs) but yeah what
2: are we what what exactly about the spork are we bringing in though is my question like maybe it would be useful for all types of mech and cheese or or more types then you you could stab it
1: and scoop it so maybe a spork should be like the universal mac and cheese utensil so there is no debate anymore
2: perhaps i, I still feel like it would depend on the noodle though because if you have the, the big noodles you'll you'll want more prongs so therefore but then what fork. if you have yeah. a fork dominant spork oh yeah <laughs> that's mostly fork but a little spoon
1: or like an even like 50 or like a 60 40 type situation would that yeah, be the uh, perfect utensil for all types of mac and cheese universally?
2: Last We've episode. 60 spoon? Yes, 60 spoon. Okay. Just, yeah. We determined there's different types of sporks. Including very tiny
3: ones. The, the question that comes to mind for me is like, why don't we have, like, metal sporks that are just, like, common everyday household items? Like, why do people always have separate ones? Yeah, they're That's always... That's like, we were
1: saying! They're always plastic. Yeah. Like, it's always, like, the... And it's, like, durable plastic. They're, like, camping sporks. I need a... Yeah, I want a nice, like, metal spork that'll go with my actual dishes. I need
2: old, reliable, uh, metal spork where... <laughs> I don't know. Can someone get s- on
3: that? Save so much space in the utensil drawer? Yeah, you could. Right, don't get. Yeah. If it's like one, like with
1: the 4060, that's literally all you need. You need mm-hmm. that and a knife. You could have so much more room. <laughs> all, you, you all you need is a splade. All you need is <laughs> a splade. Although, if it's a metal. I kind of wouldn't want a metal splayed because the handle is like. Sometimes the handle part is the knife. So, I don't think I'd want a metal splade. <laughs>
3: It's probably because if they keep the utensils separate, they can charge us more for it.
1: <gasps> oh, did we just mm-hmm. uncover a conspiracy? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, we could just charge you for this blade, but then that's one set, like, you would get, like, a set of eight, you know, and that would be eight place settings worth. And yeah, that's it. That's it. Instead, of, instead eight place settings worth, they got to sell us 24 utensils instead of eight. You're making of money plus if you get your fancy set of silverware they're not gonna make like fancy sporks they should they should They should can someone <laughs>
1: can someone? one of our uh i think maybe 20 listeners based on my latest look at our analytics can one of our approximately 10 to 20 listeners uh get on that and start making some actual fancy sporks and spades? i'll i'll keep them in business i'll buy them yeah no i'll buy it <laughs> Especially since I hopefully, fingers crossed, might need to get an apartment soon, so I'll need to get actual dishes instead of just novelty mugs and the one square bowl and square plate that my mom got me when I moved out as a joke because she hates square plates. But I was living on my own and it
2: was for me, so she was like, "Here you go." Nah, when when I move out again, I know I'm still bringing my two cups, my one plate. Hopefully, a plate. Hopefully, that'd a nice, That'd be a nice addition to the set. Here's another
1: question I got. Why aren't all disposable utensils just made of bamboo? Like, bamboo chopsticks are the ultimate disposable utensil. Sturdy enough to eat your food with them. Biodegradable. Why don't we just do that with, like, literally everything else? Bamboo grows so fast. It is such a sustainable material. Like, why are we wasting our time trying to make, like, plastic out of, like, corn? When we can just... Make things
3: bamboo. I think there's just a lot of backroom deals, a lot of people shaking hands in
1: certain
2: industries. Okay, yeah. I feel like it definitely has to do with, you know, the money making thing. Some like kind what's of cheap to what's cheap to produce? Probably plastic, and they're not gonna maybe want to go for the more eco friendly option.
1: I get that. I do get that. But it's one of those things that bothers me. I'm like, why? The perfect solution is right there. We're just choosing not to use it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Not, like, we as in, like, you know, yeah. everyone, but the world business as a whole is just choosing not to use it. And it annoys me greatly. All right. What else we got? Unless we have anything else to say on this topic or anything tangentially related. Mm-hmm. Good? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: right.
1: I'm trying to find one that isn't too, like, weird, since you have an actual reputation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, more than either of us do.
2: Bridget and I are nobodies. We could say whatever. we
3: <laughs> Yeah. That's true. I googled myself once. I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> like, but I actually came up, you know? You that, you ex- wow. that you exist to the world. They're like, okay. oh crap, people can see this. Yeah, people I'm a human, play. they perceive me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we that's why I have this giant flannel on. Nobody, we are not being perceived
2: today. <laughs> yeah, i being perceived zero out of ten. Continue, Maddie. Oh, I've Googled myself for fun, and I, I'm i a safe five rows down. Like, they're not finding me. Does the anything real even come up
1: when you? I want to Google myself now. I think, like,
2: my
3: picture comes up i think the first result when you search my name is my geneseo faculty Mm. page not a fan there is a somebody's
1: yeah bridget kelly k-e-l-l-y who's a singer and then there is a bridget kelly k-e-l-l-e-y so literally spelled the exact same way as my name who is a supervising senior editor of npr's award-winning afternoon news magazine oh But other than that, oh, there's my LinkedIn. So I'm like, uh, one, two, three, four. I'm five down. So I exist, but I am not the top result, which at this point in my life is kind of to be expected. It's not like I'm doing much right now. I I do this, and then I play video games from my childhood on my Xbox.
3: Let me tell you, the reason why it's sort of creepy to have my page come up like that is because this one time I'd gone on like two dates with this guy and he found, he like googled me and found my office and everything based on the, the page and showed up in my office one day. <gasps> okay, ew, no, I hate me. that. Yeah, Ooh. and so now it's like having all that info out there. I'm not a big fan.
1: I hate absolutely everything about that. That is gross.
3: Yeah, He didn't seem to understand why it bothered me, but
1: yeah, especially- how so like uh who are you? How'd you get in yep. here? Yep. Yep. People make no sense to me. Like it's things like that. Like you can't like if you can't explain it to them, it's like I don't even know where to begin with like what's what was like missing in your socialization just as a human being. <laughs> Not to like dunk on people that are like slightly socially awkward or anything, like that's a whole different a whole different level of just like well there's a difference between
2: like appearing in one's house on welcome or like office. Yeah. Like um <laughs> I I like kind of know you but like how and why are you here? Yeah no that's like big oof. Big oof big yikes. Yeah
3: he specifically came during my office hours too. He's like I know these are your office hours
2: and like okay, oh. ew. <laughs>
3: gross. Yeah. He did bring scones though.
2: Oh have been like um these are my office hours but do you have an appointment <laughs> okay <laughs> what
1: happened with you is creepy however similar situation maybe after like a couple more dates if you're like yeah i'm like you know yeah i'm a professor and then they tried to be cute and bring you scones during office hours theoretically not the worst
2: thing in the world correct yeah. me if i'm wrong I feel like they, they would have to like feel it out like, like oh, do you like surprises or, or yeah. maybe hint at it and some like, oh, do you get visitors at your office hours? Like maybe like introduce it a little that they're going to do that.
3: But that's the thing. I think like in general, showing up to someone's place of work uninvited mm-hmm. yeah. is problematic.
1: Okay, yeah, point taken. Yeah. Abs- like, And absolutely, like, no defense of this dude whatsoever. That was yeah. super, super creepy. I was just, like... Because I'm a person who likes surprises. Like, if I was in, like, a... Like, kind of, like, entering a new relationship and somebody was, like... You know, like, they showed up and they, like... You know, brought me lunch. Like, dropped off lunch for me. I'd be like, oh, that's sweet. But that, like, that's okay. just a me thing. And it would have to be, like, you know
2: done in a non-creepy way which is obviously not what happened (laughs) yeah well I feel like in the workplace it's different too because like you're you're your professional self there and you don't you don't always want to mix like your personal life with your professional life and especially if you're in a new relationship like you want to definitely at least for me I don't know that could be and and, like others
1: and I feel like maybe like some type of work because like I think you, kind of, like, the stuff I want to do, you kind of can't keep your personal life out of it. Like, with a lot of video stuff, like, you're not doing it just as a job, you know? You're not doing it as a nine-to-five. You're doing it because it's something, like, you really, like, you personally really care about versus, like other types of
2: office jobs not to like imply that like any yeah anybody here is not caring about their job well like well you mentioned video work like I'm just imagining like a lot of that is uh freelance yeah like like I guess to put it in that scenario like what if someone you went on like one date with showed up like while you were you know doing your job I'm sure yeah that's mad creepy yeah mad creepy like you're in the zone doing what you gotta do for your work Super whatever creepy. that might be and there's this person no you know it's that's not creepy jarring. The thing
1: that's like in my mind is like if i was like you know starting starting to maybe seriously date somebody and i was like i was like yeah i'm gonna be on this shoot and like you know it's gonna be a really long day or whatever and they like show up to drop me drop me off lunch oh uh, okay that's kind of yeah, cute. Yeah, it's, it's all about context, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, oh my god, that's, like, I'm still circling back to that. I cannot...
3: Yikes! Let me add that he drove 45 minutes. No, there, okay, too. that's so
2: much worse. <laughs> like, the scenario... He can't even say, I was in the neighborhood. Like, yeah, no, I again, the ideal are... scenario
3: in my
1: head is, like, I was here anyway, because I, like, work nearby or whatever, and I just wanted to yeah. do something nice. That's, that's, huh, I hate it. I hate absolutely everything about it.
3: And also, like, one of the reasons it was so bothersome was, like, I'm just sitting there at my desk, you know, working away and whatever, and I look up, and he just looks so out of place, you know, because, like, completely separate sections of your life. And it makes me think about how odd it can sometimes be when you have segments of your life that sort of, like, collide, Mm -hmm. and you didn't realize how separately you thought of them. Like like friend groups meeting. No, oh my god, that's
1: like yeah, kind you know. of similar. Like when I started like in, like including some of my like study abroad friends and like like uh I made like a big dis like Maddie, you're in this. I made a big Discord server for like all my friends because I have a bunch of friends scattered in a bunch of different places, and now like they're all meeting each other virtually. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> and
2: like it's cool. Everyone's chill, but like I'm like, oh my god, this is this is interesting. I guess- I'm just imagining all the times when I was young and you have like, I don't know, gatherings for like a birthday mm-hmm. and you invite all your friends and you, you kind of act differently around certain friends, just yep. like, not that you're changing yourself for your, for these people, but, um, putting them all together in one room, you have to kind of be the host to all these people and make sure, I don't know, just worlds colliding is what I'd yeah. say. Yeah. It's always such an interesting experience.
3: Communication accommodation theory. We adapt our communication to those with whom we're communicating. It's very true, though. it's like the idea of being like a bit of a chameleon. Not that it's like we're changing ourselves, like you Mm -hmm. said, but. I wonder if anyone's going to start thinking
1: this is like a Geneseo specific podcast, because everyone here is connected to Geneseo in some way, shape, or form. And we're all communication people. Because I think in almost every episode... Maddie and I have definitely mentioned, like, either Geneseo or communication or some form of, like, what we either currently do if... or want to do. I don't know if those are all positive, though. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. There might have been a light roast here and there. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, like, wondering, I feel like people are going to start being, like, is this, like, a Geneseo-specific podcast? Just because we, like, are only, like, reaching into our own personal networks thus far, because this is such a small, like, still such a small thing. I don't know. It's not. I promise. We're trying to appeal. We're trying not to make anyone feel excluded. It's not your fault. All the cool
3: people are in and around us, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Zing. Alright. I think we're according to my timer that I actually remembered to set this time because I've done a terrible job of seeing how long our episodes run and attempting to be at least mildly consistent. I think we got time for maybe one or two more depending on how, how intense the discussion gets, so unless anyone has anything off the top of their head, or anyone came up with anything during any other conversations, dive into the random unassigned questions once again. Um... Again... Trying, trying to keep it not that explicit. I feel like this is very telling of just my sense of humor and the way that I am as a
3: person. I don't know that it's appropriate to mention another podcast during your podcast. Oh, I don't care. But it's not. There's a podcast called Hysteria, which is fantastic, and it's all women talking about things that are relevant to women, and it's like focusing on current events. Hmm. But they end every, each episode with a segment that they call Hills Will Die On. Okay. Love to see it. Love multiple, to hear it. Yeah. A few people each week will pick like the one thing that they are very, very passionate about that is absolutely inconsequential mm-hmm. and that nobody agrees with them on. And that's the hill they'll die on. I feel like there's a lot of really good material there.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll have it to gets- check that out yeah
3: it
1: gets heated I can imagine that's my thing like I always try to find like arguments that people have done but like I want to be like like for like not to like plagiarize like I want inspiration not to just like copy people you know I don't know maybe maybe inspiration will strike if I do listen to it so it's really good okay I know you're a person who has strong opinions organizationally as do I so um how do you organize your fridge like what goes in which drawer
3: they're designated drawers aren't they because you have like the um the drawer that's like for your meats and cheeses that's the one that's sort of like toward the middle yeah it's like the, and, flat... and the fridge is laid out different yeah
1: yeah and then you have
3: your two like little crisper drawers at the bottom yeah our vegetables left or right Brutes and veggies oh i don't have you do you mean you put fruits in one and veggies in the other yeah I mix that shit together. <laughs>
2: oh no, we, we swear out here
1: constantly. The only thing, I, okay. the only reputation I'm worried about is yours, not ours. We
2: don't have a rep. Yeah, we don't have reput- nobody's. <laughs> um, for my fridge, I throw my meats and cheeses in with my vegetables on the bottom shelf. Okay. Ew. Oh, oh I don't. I, I don't have a a skinny cold cut drawer so i just what kind of fridge are you got (laughs) it's a samsung (laughs) um i keep the majority of my vegetables on the right drawer and i'll throw my potatoes in on the left side with the cold cuts and i don't keep fruit in my fridge except for strawberries which i just throw anywhere (laughs)
1: Okay, here's how we do it at my house,
2: and by
1: extension, this would be me when I get my own place. Because again, you know, I had to, I graduated during a pandemic, so I am unemployed. <laughs> but uh, bottom left crisper drawer, vegetables. Bottom right, fruit, and then like kind of just like random stuff on that shelf that the the thin drawer kind of like encroaches on. Cause really there it's an odd shape It's like whatever you can fit
3: Jars of things
1: Yeah and then like cold cuts, cheese Unless it's like a big block that won't fit Like if you gotta get a big old block of parmesan for whatever reason uh, In the little skinny drawer And then like the top left shelf The one that's usually like the biggest That's where all like big bottles of stuff go So like the Brita pitcher, milk, like juice And And then things like sauces and whatnot on the door The little butter thingy. And my mom has, like, this little plastic container for eggs that, for some reason, we don't put them in the, in the, um, just the cardboard container that they come in. Oh. I don't know why.
2: We have our special little egg container. I definitely keep my eggs in the carton because whenever we put we put them in bowls if they're hard boiled and just like keep them there yeah my sister messed it up the other day like wait, we wait, wait. always bowl in the
1: fridge though right
2: yeah okay. yeah in the fridge but my sister i was just thinking of this i grabbed this egg in a bowl i'm like oh great it's already hard boiled crack it oh, and no. then it gets all oh, over no, it no, and no, like no, no. messed up the system bad
3: <laughs> i like many adults Buy many fruits and vegetables, thinking I'm I'm a grown person. Like I'm going to eat these healthy things. So I'm going to use all these things. No, and then it's dino but then you don't. So so what I do is thinking about the bottom drawers. That I when I buy fresh like fruits and th- fruits and veggies, I'll put them in the left hand drawer because it's more easily accessible because the door opens you know this way. So it's mm-hmm. but when they start to get to the point where they're questionable, <laughs> like should I eat these or not? I don't wanna eat them because they're questionable, but I also don't wanna throw them out because it makes me feel like a horrible adult, like a horrible person. Mm-hmm. So I shift them to the right hand drawer until they're no longer questionable and are clearly inedible at what point at which point I throw them away and then repeat the process. <laughs> <laughs> that's kinda of fun. It's a fun little fun system. Yeah.
2: Wow. There's a so whole that, rotation going.
3: Yeah, that's why I mix the fruits and veggies together because I gotta have yeah, Clearly you gotta have edible. what's good. with yeah. What else is good? Yeah. Okay, so I get that. here's the things that. that could be eaten. Yeah, and then here's the stuff that I feel guilty throwing away. Yet, but I'm definitely not eating it.
1: Okay, makes sense.
2: Honestly, though, like whenever I, whenever I buy, whenever I buy kale, it's just a death sentence for it. Like it's gonna die in there. No one's <laughs> the eating that. The
1: only, t- the only way I will consume kale if it's like it's being mixed into a smoothie with a bunch of fruit because I think it's so gross like I know it's good for you just like but like texture wise flavor wise bad so bad only in a smoothie and you also know like this them, about me um the thing. only acceptable yeah. way to eat spinach is raw
2: cooked spinach <laughs>
1: raw. is disgusting i love it ew it's just like mushy and gross <laughs> no it's so
2: good i don't know i have a thank lot of, you i have a lot of texture sensitivities Bridget, I feel like we disagree on, like, what tastes good. Like, we're eating completely different things.
1: I don't have to take this from someone who puts pineapple on pizza. It's good!
2: Keeps you don't drink coffee. coffee.
1: Yeah, because I'm bitter enough as it is. It's a sin. You drink black coffee, which is absolutely terrifying to me, because you have the mm-hmm. personality of a Disney princess. <laughs> And those two things just don't mesh in my mind. I need
2: balance in my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. Okay. I think we're coming up on about an hour here. So, I think we're going to call it for our first episode with a guest ever. We are all available to follow on Twitter at Kelly 98 at um, MR5MAR, and at And Sarah Said. So, um follow us there the podcast is available to stream on uh anchor spotify overcast a bunch of other podcasting sites i think it's being distributed to like seven now which is great and we're also available to watch on youtube and we will be back next week possibly with another guest gotta gotta see if uh some schedules line up so fingers crossed all right bye
2: bye